0: The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star community radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conor's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com donate. Or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or give us a call at 936-666-1084. The Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today.
1: You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 K C Z W L P Conroe and 106.1 KCCZLP Conroe and worldwide at irlonestar.com.
2: everyone, I'm Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR and welcome to Conroe Culture News today on Monday, June 29th, 2020. Yes, we're still in 2020, believe it or not. But amazingly, we are moving into July this week. Let's see what that brings since each week is different. So this is, uh, we are broadcasting from downtown Conroe at uh, uh, Lone Star community radio, and uh, it's a it's a wonderful day today, a little humid, a little hot, but again, you know, we're approaching July. So you can listen on FM 104.5, 106.1, and live streaming on IRLoneStar.com. So my guest today will be Charlie Riley. He's the commissioner of Precinct 2, and along with him will be Bruce Berger, chief of staff, and Michael Silvio, Silvio from Precinct 5. Also, so first, before we get into that, this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, and she is located by Conroe High School and Taco Bell. So if you are a new patient, see how she's giving back. It only costs $25 to get an exam, and it goes back to CASA. So that's a great thing. And if you don't know, early voting starts today. That means you can go to any of the five, six five or six open <laughs> areas where you can go vote, and you don't have to live in that community. They're located all over the county. There's one in East County. There's one here in downtown Conroe. There's Montgomery, Magnolia, and two in the Woodlands. So how many is that? Six, I think.
3: So, yeah. We've got we've got two don't with it. the event center now.
2: Okay. So that's right. That's right. There's the event center on 1488 as well. So anyway, you can go vote uh, wherever it's closest to you, if you work in one of those areas. And uh, that goes on through this week. And then it stops uh, July. Uh, It goes through till July 2nd, which is Friday. Then again on Sunday, July 5th. And then it starts again the 6th through the 10th. Voting day is July 14th. So what you're voting for, if you are eligible, is the constable in Precinct 2, Jean DeForest and Daniel Pena. And then everybody can get out there and vote for either Vince Santini or Eric Yolick for the new 457th District Judge. And then Scott Goldman is running against Jay Wright for Chief Justice in the 9th District Court of Appeals. That's a big one. That's over 10 counties. But Montgomery County is the leading one. So it's very important that you get out there and vote because it's your right. And mask, no mask, it's entirely up to you, but just go vote. So uh, also other news, the first Thursday concert and market days, which were scheduled for Thursday, July 2nd, are now canceled. And uh, I don't know when they will start again. We have had April, May, June, and now July canceled, but we really need to get control of the COVID pandemic and everybody needs to do their part to make that happen. So uh, we are a Texas music-friendly community in downtown Conroe, and you can listen to live music at the Red Brick Tavern, Pacific Yard House. They have Sunday brunch at Pacific Yard House and the Red Brick Tavern every Sunday with live music. This uh, Thursday, you can listen to Cody Hibbard uh, at Pacific Yard House and the blues from Johnny Riley on Saturday, July 4th. Have you ever performed at any of those places, Red Brick or Pacific Yard House? No, I haven't. Well, it's on your to-do list. Okay, the Red Brick Brick Tavern hosts Buck Yeager every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. So he uh, debuts a singer-songwriter joining him on the stage, and those are all within walking distance here. And if you don't know, 202 Main is now open. They opened last Thursday. We had a little uh, pub crawl when it was legal last week (laughs) in five venues with live music. And we're going to do that uh, the last Thursday of every month uh, through October is the game plan. And uh, 202, you can um, call them to schedule your event or meeting for any period of time. And they also are building a beautiful outdoor space that will be available with a stage, a bar, a coffee bar, and food. So, and if your stress level is really high right now for so many reasons (laughs) because you don't know what the future brings... Did you know that acupuncture can assist with migraines, pain management? It can help with stopping of smoking, overeating, allergies, all of that. And it's within sight of the studio here. Uh, Allison Bayer is the local downtown Conroe expert, and she does clear choice acupuncture. Have you guys ever tried acupuncture? No. Me either. But, hey, if it works for all these things, she does Chinese herbal medicine cupping and nutrition for the well-being of men, women, and pediatric health. So, clear choice acupuncture for an appointment. So, with that... We're going to just start talking about everything that's going on in uh, Commissioner Precinct 2 area and Precinct 5 uh, with you, sir. Anything you can tell us because you all and that's always interesting. How is it that we have a Precinct 5 constable's office with Precinct 2, Charlie?
3: Well, uh, (laughs) thank you for having us, uh, by the way, and we appreciate you all inviting us over here today. Uh, each commissioner precinct is divided up by population, so you have to have a certain amount of people for each precinct. And there's four county commissioners and a county judge. County judge is, is county wide. Uh, precinct constables and precinct uh, JPs they go by state legislature uh, district uh, boundaries or precinct boundaries and con- and uh, senator uh, uh, boundaries, precinct boundaries. So that's a little so that's different. How, yeah. I, pr- I probably got a population right now of 190,000 people and, and uh, precinct five's probably got 120 or 115, 120 because of the precinct's a little smaller. And uh, it's getting pretty close to the time where we're gonna probably have to add another precinct for uh, JP and Constable. You know, we got precinct five, we don't have precinct five commissioners, you'll never have And that more. always
2: seemed weird.
3: It's just the population, that's how you have to do it. You have to keep your population at a certain amount and then uh, we'll end up with a precinct six, Precinct 7. So you think
2: there will be another commissioner it, it for a precinct 5?
3: No, there will never be another. There will, there will never be more than four commissioners in a county. Because that's what that's it says that's what's that's designated? Yes, that's the law. Is it but the same
2: can, in every county? Yes.
3: Every county in, in, uh, in the state of Texas. I just get nods over here. <laughs> every county in the state of Texas will in, will have four commissioners and a county judge, no matter how big or how small.
2: Okay so you have been commissioner for this your sixth year
3: i'm in my sixth year yes i've worked for montgomery county since uh november of 2001 uh 14 years uh with the previous commissioner and i'm in my second term uh second year of my second term as as the commissioner so
2: So, oh good all right so then we can ask you all these questions about precinct two we can talk about that and you're the educated experienced guy
3: well, I, I would hope so. I mean, I've, I've, you know, you hear all these people talk about what all's happened in, in not only Precinct Two, Montgomery County. I don't want to go through that. I was here when there was a two-lane road and there was nothing <laughs> between here but a four-way stop sign. I mean, what well, we've all heard those stories. Uh, I always like to tell people, uh, "Where's your precinct?" Well, it's, it's over on the west side from uh, anything Highway 105 south down all the way to Spring Creek and Tombaugh. That's our precinct. It's about 282 square miles. And if you haven't been west of 45 or uh, especially west of uh, 2978 in the last two or three weeks, something's changed. I mean, it's, it's, if it's happening, it's happening in precinct two. It's all coming that way. Uh, with the new uh, mobility that we've got, you know, we've, we've uh, in, improved 1488 tremendously. And I say we, that's, that's working with TxDOT.
2: A lot of businesses.
3: A lot of business on 1488, a lot of new developments on 1488. And with the overpass at uh, high school on 1488 at 149 in the railroad uh-huh. track, that just, uh, just kind of opened up that whole side of the world. And uh, we're continuing on with 1488 through Magnolia as a four-lane road, working with TxDOT. And, of course, uh, our new uh, 249 toll road opened up in March from uh, the Harris County line up to pinehurst and Dot has uh told us that their portion of uh 249 will be open by by august the 1st from pinehurst to 1488 that would be another big big improvement for mobility on on the west side my
2: husband travels that way every day
3: it really it, it has really it has really opened up that side of the world uh so yeah. why do you
2: think so many people are going out that direction?
3: Because think, you're
2: increasing the mobility. Why Why do you think all the growth?
3: I think because of the pristine land that's still available, big tracts of land uh, out on the west side. Uh,
2: undeveloped opportunities? Undeveloped,
3: but there's people that have brought the property in and they're they're looking at bigger pieces of property. They're looking at bigger tracts, uh, you know, uh, acre sites instead of a quarter of an acre or 50 or 60 foot lots. We've got a lot of big, nice master plan developments that are are just, they're just waiting on two things. They're waiting on 1488 to be completed through Mm -hmm. Magnolia, Mm -hmm. or maybe three things, uh, FM 249, and they're waiting on the relief route around Magnolia. Once those are there, all these developments are gonna take off, and we we had a meeting with a guy uh, Friday, was it Friday, Thursday? Friday, Uh, that's got about 5,700 acres of land, up north of 14, uh, 1486. And when that road, when 14, uh, 249 comes through there, he will break ground on his development. And uh, you'd be surprised at how many people are living way up in Grimes County and Waller County that are uh, waiting on that road to get here so they can get to Houston. They work in Houston. There's, I probably got about 19, 20 buddies of mine that are firemen in Houston that live in Grimes County, way up in Beed and Carlos. And, They're driving me crazy about wanting to know when 249 is going to be complete so they can hit 249 and get to work in a matter of 45 minutes instead of taking an hour and a half, two hours. So uh, the people using these roads are not just here. They're coming from all all parts of the country trying to get through here.
2: And how long have you been in Magnolia,
3: living there? I moved down to Magnolia in 1971 when I was 14 years old from the north side of Houston, just kicking and screaming, not wanting to come because they had all my, <laughs> all of my buddies were. I know how that's like. All of my buddies boys. were on the north side of Houston, <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. uh I just didn't want to come, but it didn't take me very long to realize that it's probably the best thing that ever happened. Uh, getting out of. the You live out on north property side.
2: too out there.
3: Uh, we did it one time but we've got rid of most of it so we i just live right in town right there in Magnolia on a, I got a quarter acre lot the, you know little Dude, subdivision with that's small with about 60 homes in it
2: <laughs> i would figure you'd be on no
3: i don't i've had hundred
2: acres or something i've had more than <laughs> like a, like your buddy that works for you
3: <laughs> i've had more than 100 <laughs> acres once before and it's just a pain to try to keep it well that's away. what my husband it says really, it's a it's a lot of work
2: the mowing and the feeding the animals and, and, and so the on and keeping the fences and keeping people yes. out of it cows jump fences too yeah, they, i don't know why but they do
3: the grass is always greener on the other side that's what they say when <laughs> do you, so, you don't know <laughs> i'm not so sure that's true <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: okay and uh, so you have partners here with you as well so bruce how long have you been working with charlie
4: not quite two years but i've known charlie for a number of years so really humbled when he came and said would you what would you think about this opportunity and um You know my relationship with him is a real strange one because most of the time I'm embarrassing him because I tell the the way I see it at least how I feel about it but quite honestly I never would have done this for anyone else this is this is an exceptional guy he really cares about his community genuinely cares about his community and I just I've never seen that and uh, yeah I wanted part of that I wanted to be part of it and he and Mike and all the other people have been so gracious. I mean, I've lived here 30 years, but uh, primarily Can you say
2: here at Magnolia yes, or Montgomery ma'am. County? No, oh, Magnolia. you lived in Magnolia.
4: Yeah, two wow. house, two different places, but always in precinct too. So uh, I knew Charlie could keep an eye out on what, you know, the places yeah, I was so investing in. Yeah, you know him. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, as we all know, your house is your biggest investment. Sure. And I wanted it in a place where I knew the people who were running it and I had faith in them, so. Yeah, That's important. I feel, feel very blessed. To That's be why ready. it's
2: important to go vote, too, right? Yes, it is. <laughs>
4: can, can I make a comment on that real yes, quick? Yes, of course. My comment on that would be you said two things that I were really exceptional. Everyone needs to get out and vote in this election. It's a very, very important election, and we tend not to vote in the runoff elections. And it's probably, the other than the real end election, people really need to get involved, take a look at what is what is at stake here and go out and vote. And the other thing you mentioned was the market that you hold on uh, every month. We miss it. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. The band playing and all the people would come out. So yeah, Yeah. good It's nice to get
2: out, but that's why we need to control things so that everybody can get out and move about a little more freely. I don't know. I have no idea what's true, what's not true, when it's going to end. So let's just all take care of each other so that we can get on with it right it's Agreed. just so it's
3: hard to do i mean I, I i shook hands and i know it's hard to get out of that habit i mean me and you would hug necks you know three or four months ago you don't do that anymore it's hard to get out of that habit but it's something we've got to do right
2: you now. step back when somebody gets close in the grocery store <laughs> you, you look out for yourself and i mean i get criticized all the time for getting out uh, by my relatives that live out of the area <laughs> I I personally grew up in Burbank, California, (laughs) so Texas is a lot different. But I've been here since 82. I've been here for a long time. My kids are Texans. They wouldn't live anywhere else. Um, Three boys, so I I get it. I get all that. So, you know, what what exactly does a commissioner do? And, I mean, what do you do? What what is your role, Bruce, helping him, just whatever he says? Well... (laughs) kind of <laughs>
1: well,
2: you know <laughs> anyone that <laughs> anyone, that,
4: anyone that knows Charlie knows that uh you know quite honestly you'd be an idiot not to listen to what he has to say he's got more institutional knowledge than just about anyone he's lived here he's been involved in the in our precinct so I kind of consider myself Greece, to be honest with you I know that sounds odd but Charlie's got a vision I know what his vision is he shares it with me often we also have the other employee who you were talking about uh, with Don Dean who we're blessed to have. I like Don. Don's a great guy. Don He's is fun. Don is an <laughs> experience, It's like Charlie is. I mm-hmm. mean, it's an experience, you need to, it's a uni- they're unique individuals. So Charlie's got a vision, Don can carry it out, and I'm who you call when it's not working right, or something needs to be done differently. I'm the grease. I'm the one that helps it actually Make, move a little smoother. Hopefully, it that's at least more. what I try to be. You're
2: but the nudge guy.
4: Sort of, I mean, <laughs> I'm surrounded by very capable people, quite honestly. I, I really am. They know what they're doing. Uh, they were very patient with me, uh, for me to get up to speed and, and really understand what it was they were doing and how they were doing it. And I'm not up to speed. I bug them all the time. I call them about the most mundane things, but you know, I'm not going to learn unless I ask them, and I'd be a fool sure. not to use the asset.
2: Because and that's what you got to do. That's how you learn with feet on the ground. We, exactly. We have an intern here today who's doing the same thing. <laughs> right. So I mean, you got to start somewhere and move on. I mean, when you became commissioner six years ago, did you know all the answers?
3: You know, that that is a very important. I I worked 14 years thinking this was going to be a breeze, just walk in and do it, and it's not. It, the, I can never, the breeze hasn't come yet, has it? Breeze, hasn't. <laughs> if, if the breeze is here, I want to know where it's at because I haven't found it. Because I just knew that I'd be able to walk in and start doing the job. That's not the case. It's it's not. It's it, and it, and like Bruce is saying, when you come from the private industry into county government, it's different. It's a it's two different worlds. You you have to do things different as a county employee, and it takes a while. Uh, to get that down and, and again, I'm not saying I've got it down. I say I, I think I've learned most of it and I And I try to do my best every day and I try to go home every day thinking I have done something and proved something That's my goal is to try to make every day So you take it to it heart everything
2: oh. you do everything every decision matters. I make
3: on that court every every decision I make I, I don't do that for me
2: because you know I, You're gonna hear about it right or wrong,
3: and I do. right? Because you're do. in the limelight. And you can never make everybody happy. No matter what decision I make today, I'm going to make somebody mad, I'm going to make somebody happy. And and what you just have to take it to heart and do what's right for the county. It's not just the precinct two, it's the county. I have to make sure. Oh, absolutely.
2: That's what people don't realize. You know, even if you don't live in precinct one, whoever is, you know, commissioner, Like Robert Walker will be Mm -hmm. the Republican, and I don't know if he has someone running against him or not in November. But nonetheless, uh, you know, even though I live in precinct two, what happens with Robert Walker is important to me because it's a collective unit that makes decisions. Something
3: as simple as Fish Creek Road going through the middle of your your subdivision over there goes all the way from. uh, It really goes all the way from two forty nine. It uh, Tombaugh corville road and runs all the way up to 105. so whatever decisions are made anywhere between affects precinct one affects precinct two affects harris county you have to look at all that uh, whenever you start making these road improvements and, and we deal with roads about more than anything on a daily basis but when that's you st- the main thing when you start looking at what you're going to try to do you got to realize what you, how you're going to affect somebody else you have to look at all that
2: well, I mean, the budget, even the county budget and things like that, that's collectively done yes. and depends on, you know, where your money is going. You know, we have a lot of things that... um is paid for us. I mean, you take the library who was on the show last week, and they have a lot of things. People don't realize everything they do is absolutely free. And where does that money come from to offer free? Yes. You know, it comes from somewhere. It comes,
3: yes, it comes right here. From you don't Montgomery, think about Canada. it. No, you don't.
2: But there, there's a lot of different things. I know uh, Craig Doyle was on here before talking about what all your money pays for as a taxpayer as a when homeowner you,
3: when you see that and i don't have that list yeah, then
2: i'm not going to ask you that how many, <laughs> how
3: many different departments that we have that's funded by your county you taxes? don't but anyway
2: but that's why it's all yes, good to be collectively yes, yes. so um as a commissioner that though you do things besides road maintenance which is a big chief thing and we'll go back to that but there's a lot of weird things that nobody knew that you do that you're accountable for
3: well, we're accountable for the budget. We're accountable for the tax rate. We're accountable for the collections. We're accountable for...
2: Mosquito spraying?
3: Mosquito spraying, ditch street I digging, hear them out street in Wood Forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year is is different from any other year. You know, uh, last year or the year before last, week, we, we would try to make at least one round in the precinct spraying mosquitoes at least once a month. Well, I we've hear it more up, often. We've bumped it up to at least twice a month now, trying to make sure we're trying to take care of everything. I think with, it's with, Sunday with nights I hear on. it. He started it earlier so, this year, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, we started early. I
2: don't remember ever hearing him before, but I do now.
3: Yeah. 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 We're just. Again, we're trying to stay ahead of trying to stay ahead. Something.
2: So people would call you for dead animals.
3: hmm we, really? we anything on it if it's on a county road or county road. So away.
2: like a deer or anything like that, if, if you a remove deer, deers. Yes. I did not know that. <laughs>
3: uh, and <laughs> and we, we <laughs> yeah.
2: there's probably a lot on Fish Creek, huh? I see a lot. We, we do and they, and they, and they run certain across times there. Every the
3: year is different, you know, when the rut comes in we have deer everywhere that we, we pick up. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we we may not come out and pick up a squirrel or something like that, but if it's a dog and I hate to hear the dogs oh, or, or something yeah. like that or deer, alligators. You ever had everywhere. alligators? We've had one, yes. We really have had one alligator. We also and have, hogs are everywhere. So. What are
4: they? Yeah. We had a call for uh, uh, to come and get the a dead animal because the eagles were eating it, and. Uh, it
3: wasn't eagles. It was buzzards. But they said it was eagles. Oh, she thought there's was, a big difference. Yeah. We were but like eagles. She didn't eagles. really know. There's a big... Yeah. Eagles?
2: <laughs> okay. So, um, tell me about uh, what's going... So, I noticed, like, like on Fish Creek. So, that's a good thing. It's being widened because people actually go pretty fast. I don't know if you know, but they go pretty fast on Fish Creek. My he husband knows. always complains about the Sheriff's department patrols that quite often Mm -hmm. uh but it looks like it's coming along and it will be one area for two three lanes and then the other area it looks widened
3: it is now and what you're looking at is from uh 1488 north you know you got the two lanes each direction and a turn lane down the middle then you got that all the way up to the new bridge at fish creek or at lake creek uh, that bridge uh, you know here again that bridge is running behind schedule there's no doubt about that but there's a lot of things that people
2: but it still looks like
3: it's progressing it's, it's coming along but there's a lot of things. I really people looked at it went over, really over that way yesterday <laughs> just because there's not somebody working on the top deck of that bridge doesn't mean they're not working underneath it yeah but again it could rain right now today in navasota six or eight inches and not rain a drop here and lake creek's going to flood and you're not going to be able to get under the bridge. And that's happened probably a dozen times since that bridge has been under construction. I don't think we
2: want to talk about flooding, do we? We don't want to talk well, about <laughs> flooding. Well,
3: I mean, th- that's, I wasn't just breaking the, it up. that's just one of those natural <laughs> things that you're going to have to deal with. We're going to have to deal with it. Uh, and again, so the construction on the bridge is maybe running late, but there's a lot of things that, that, that will factor into that. And then you've got the overpass at 2854 and Michaela Road, which is the other north end of Fish Creek. Mm-hmm. all of those once those are done you'll have a four we need lane. a signal there it, it's coming is it we have got to get the bridge in got to get the overpass in
2: we really need a signal where it goes to 2854 that's, that's, that's craziness the, that's
3: where the signal's going as soon as the overpass is done the signal in
2: 2020
3: yeah it'll be this year yeah <laughs> okay. it should be yes Again, weather permitting i can't
2: i've seen some bad accidents oh, there yeah.
4: Yeah. weather permitting
3: Weather permitting and, and all this, <laughs> all the COVID stuff. I can't. So.
2: Yeah, but it looks like it's going pretty good. Uh, Michaela Road going towards 105 as well. It looks like it's that progressing. That a
3: great job there. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that looked quite challenging because there was a lot of utility poles, things like that. A lot of
3: stuff in the way had to be moved, and, and yeah, that took us a while to do that.
2: That looks challenging to but do that.
3: Radio tower.
2: Yes, saw that.
3: We went around the radio. I saw that too. (laughs) Well, that was a creative
4: solution to a big problem. Saved a lot of taxpayer money.
2: Yeah, we keep our RV out that way.
3: Yeah,
2: and we're only seven minutes from the lake. Well, you know, but depending on traffic.
3: (laughs) But but Michaela job Michaela Road was one of one of the best jobs we've done in a long
2: time. Yeah, that 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 looks good. So you have on here uh, you you've been talking about Michaela. Grand Pines where's that
3: now Grand Pines is what we were calling the extension of nickel sawmill road south of Magnolia uh, if you if you're familiar with nickel sawmill road that's the road that will get people over to 2920, uh, 290 now the new 99 and you if you went nickel sawmill road you had two different ways to go you could go through a community and a bunch of neighborhoods to do headed back to the east or you could go south and go through another community in neighborhoods we took uh this grand pine road grand pines road and we went right behind all these communities through a uh quite a few large property owners or property uh, owners and we went from nickel sawmill road at butera wow do not fall off butera out to <laughs> Sanders cemetery road and it would cut off probably Twenty minutes of your drive going through all mm, these all neighborhoods, the and it made it safer yeah. staying out of these communities. Yeah, and they didn't want you in the communities no, either. And it just they made don't it want it all that. much safer, and That's it's good. such a nice road. And, and it was that was another one of those. Uh, uh, it was a good project till we got tied up with the Corps of Engineers. Uh, we had a, some wetlands out there about big as this table right here that they wanted to say you could navigate up and down it, and we told them it was a mud hole, and it took us three years to convince them that it wasn't. That you could not navigate it.
2: Things don't move real fast with roads, do they? No,
3: they don't. And if you do, if you run into something like that, it just it comes it becomes a challenge. And I I could have dealt with it one of two ways. I could have spent almost two million dollars buying what they call flood credits and got the road built three years ago. Or I could fight and and disagree with the Corps of Engineers and prove that it was not. You were not able to navigate it and convince them that they were wrong, and that's what we did. But it, it set the project back about three years.
2: What are flood credits?
3: If you're if you're going to have to go through any kind of wetlands and do any kind of mitigation on wetlands, you have property set aside in different parts of the county where you can claim credits. This is a wetlands that you'll never use, but you take these credits for this what you're gonna what you are going to build, modify, out. or do yeah. something different, and that and it offsets one another. So, but, but I didn't have any of those credits, so, but I could have bought enough for about a, almost $2 million to satisfy the core, and I wasn't going to do that.
2: So, okay, so it was a good outcome.
3: It was a good outcome. It might have delayed the project <clears throat> a little bit, but it was a good outcome.
2: Okay, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to hear from your partners who are also sitting at the table a little bit more, too. So I'm Margie Taylor, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, and we'll be right back.
1: This is Rick TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a 2 for Tuesday or a 3 for whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line 936-647-3776 or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right. You can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, irlonestar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it.
3: What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778.
2: 647-3776. And we are back. Again, I'm Margie Taylor, and this is Conroe Culture News out of downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming. IRLoneStar.com and Conroe. Culture news on Facebook, so you can follow up later. There will be a YouTube of this that will be posted as well. So we are here with uh, Charlie Riley, Commissioner of Precinct Two, and I also have Bruce Berger, who's Chief of Staff, and Michael Silvio, um, who also offices out of uh, Charlie's office as an officer <laughs>
3: so. <laughs> okay so tell me about that so this let's, let's talk about uh, a, a deputy constable working out of a commissioner's office you know we get calls for everything it's not just roads it's not we get calls for speeders we get calls for people dumping trash we get calls for trucks tearing up the road. we get calls for for all of it and it's 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 people not, burning outside on burning, property that's right <laughs> and burning uh, just you name it we get calls for that it and, and My thought was I would like to have somebody assigned to my office that would come to the office every morning, and if there was something that we knew from the day before or we knew was going on today, we could send him out there right then. I'm I'm not trying to circumvent the sheriff's office or circumvent dispatch or any of that, but it makes it so much easier if you were to call and say, hey, they're burning behind my house over here on Central Pines. We know where we're talking about. Instead of me having to call, the sheriff's office or somebody else to get somebody dispatched. I pick up the phone and call Silvio, or he's in the office and tell him, I need you to run by there and do it. And nine times out of 10, he's there before
2: anybody else. Or,
3: or they've done left, or they've quit. Or they, so we, we have a better chance of, of, of getting the situation solved that way. So Silvio is in our office. He's, he works, uh, he's commissioned and he uh, works as a Precinct Five deputy constable out of Chris Jones's office assigned our office. So like I say, if somebody calls about something, we call Silvio and we send him on his way over there to take care of the speeders or the trash or whatever it is. Now what we are doing now, we've got another deputy that we've, uh, we've hired for precinct two. We, we have a problem in Montgomery County and uh, I've been trying to get a commercial vehicle division for Montgomery County for a long time and and nobody seems to be real interested in it but if you were sitting in my shoes uh, as precinct two commissioner and you see all these big road jobs uh, that are going on in and around precinct two and even through precinct two and up in precinct one and down in precinct three every job that that these people are doing they have to have dirt from somewhere and we're getting just overrun with dump trucks and big trucks and hmm. construction vehicles and i've got a i've got probably a dozen 18 foot wide little old county roads that had 35 or 40 homes on it that was not intended to have 18 wheelers at 80,000 pounds running up and down hauling dirt for these big construction jobs it or just the streets or too. just hauling to anybody's house.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, we've we've uh, we were fortunate enough to have a man that had 43 years' experience with DPS as a commercial vehicle enforcement officer. He wanted to retire, so when he retired from DPS, we convinced him to come over here and work with us. And he's he's uh, licensed. He's uh, he's got all of his uh, credentials to be a licensed weight officer from montgomery county the problem is in our statute it does not say deputy constables can do that so we are in the process matter of fact we're having a meeting wednesday with uh, the two senators and and three representatives from montgomery county to get a bill passed through the legislature to change that where the deputy constables can enforce commercial vehicle inspections and weights and all that and and one of their things that they're 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 kind of uh they were kind of afraid of when we first talked to them about that. they thought we were wanting to get out on 1488 i-45 and all these big foreign market roads and highways and stop trucks and inspect them that's not what i want to do i want these trucks that are tearing up my county roads or any county roads in montgomery county to, number one, either get right and quit being overloaded, or if you're going to tear the road up, we're going to figure out a way that you have to pay for it. So it's it a way of regulating fi- yes, it. Yes, to fix the roads back. I can't go and they fix don't really all care. these roads. No, they, the road. they don't. They're They don't. They're going from one point to the other. They don't care whose road it is. They don't care what they do. I, I say that. Some of them do. Most of them are pretty good guys. Some of them are coming out of Harris but they're, County. But they're for doing yes. a job. Yes. yes. Yeah. So... We're, we're saying if you're going to run in Precinct 2 especially, uh, uh, you're going to do it right. And then hopefully we can get this throughout Montgomery County because I'm not the only one, I promise you, that's getting roads tore up by commercial vehicles. Hmm. And Silvio, uh-huh. uh, he hasn't got his credentials yet, but he was supposed to go to school back in March or April, I think, and here, you know, that was canceled to get his accreditation to do his truck inspection. Zoom you know. meetings. so Correct. You, you know, they won't even <laughs> do that. But, but, you know, when we sat down and talked to Senator Nichols and, and Brandon, mm-hmm. uh, they were just surprised that these guys can pull over a truck right now, know it's overweight, they can do an inspection. Some of these guys don't even have driver's license. Some of them don't have blinkers. Some of the brakes wouldn't. Uh, there's so many things wrong with these trucks. And guess what? they got to let them go because they're not, they're not certified to do anything like that. So that's that's, where we're up, that's what we're up against, and that's why I'm, for, I'm pushing so hard to get this done. We've got to get that cleaned up. We've got to take care of that.
2: Seems to make sense, because if they're regulated, then they won't be tearing the streets up, That then we have to have money to go pay for the streets. Yes. Right? So yes. we're wasting money, taxpayer money, having to clean up from other stuff that that's goes right. on. That's right. Okay, gotcha. So
3: we'll have two officers out of Precinct 2 and, and uh, Constable Gable. In Precinct right. 3, has he's got two that we're ready to go once we get the legislatures to do what they need to do. And we tried to do it last year, and it got bogged down, and, and it didn't, didn't work. But we, we've, kind of, we've convinced them that this really needs to go through, and I think we'll be able to get that done this next, uh, next year through Austin.
2: Okay. Well, good. That's good news. I didn't know anything about that. So thank you for sharing that. We, we
3: just, we, there's so many trucks that are running up and down these roads that don't need to be on the road.
2: Well, you're absolutely right. They just, and if they were to go down my little tiny streets that are already narrow that you can hardly back out of, which is another whole thing. Well, that,
3: <laughs> and if they can't stop between here and I-4 I mean, I don't, don't 5, even know how
2: fire trucks can get down there.
3: Yeah. Well... That's, that's the, that's Especially when th- people
2: park on the street. And here again, that's
3: another <laughs> thing. When, we, when we, we waited, in my opinion, Montgomery County waited too long to change their rules and regulations on how wide a street has to be. You know, for years. I know City Comerals had, had that controversy all too. All you had to have was an 18-foot wide street. Well, that, that was good 45, 50 years ago. It wasn't good 25 years ago when everything started happening here, but we waited till 2007 to, to upgrade our standard. Well, how many – I've got, I've got uh, almost 900 miles of road, and I probably don't have 200 of them that are built to the new standard. Yep. The rest of them are either 16, 18 foot wide.
2: So how are they building them in uh, communities out there, new developments? In,
3: in the new development, it has to be 24 foot wide, the base, and your driving lanes have to be 20, uh, 22 foot wide. So there's six foot on either side of what mm-hmm. you're used to driving on right now today. Mm-hmm. So. It's a lot of difference a lot of difference a
2: lot of work so of work. everybody thinks the roads are boring but at least you know we need the roads right <laughs> we got to go from people here are, to there people, people are, don't like just hanging out at home even though that's what we've been doing uh you get in your car and you got to go somewhere and what infuriates you more than anything is when you can't get there quickly
3: well again the straightest
2: easiest way without sitting in traffic
3: Traffic don't stop at the precinct lines or county lines, either one. They're coming. People are still coming to Montgomery County. It's a great place to be, and there's a lot of people trying to get here. And I think there's going to be more people trying to get here. I
2: think so. I remember when I worked at uh, the food bank down the road here, we had, I think, 450,000 people in the county, and then it was edging up to 500. I think we're like over 650 right now, over over 650,000.
3: We're going to be over seven with this next census.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean it is growing. Kind of, yeah. Um and so FM1488 that's interesting to me because it it's called Magnolia. It's called uh Conroe. It's called the <laughs> Woodlands depending on where Egypt. you're standing. <laughs> you know, so uh let's take that area over by the Escape Theater. That's mm-hmm. your area, mm-hmm. right? Precinct 2. O'Connor, so they right, call right. that New Magnolia. <laughs> That's I, uh, the new term, but yet it has a Conroe address, and like you have Office Evolution there, the Woodlands, and I'm like, what?
3: You know, it's it's all <laughs> it's all uh, area codes is how they do the addresses. I mean, that's why uh, everybody. Well, I live in Magnolia. Well, and I'm I'm a, I'm sometimes confused. Well, I live in Magnolia, and there's 1,100 people in Magnolia in the two Proper square city. in the two square miles, but there's. Two hundred thirty-eight thousand people in Magnolia area codes. So, but I live in Magnolia. Well, and and you know, forever, uh, we're, we've got a we're, there's a Waterburger coming to Magnolia. Okay, where's it at? Well, it's out at twenty-nine seventy-eight in Egypt Lane. Well, to me, yep, I, I, I have a hard time thinking that's Magnolia. And it is. I'm thinking this Magnolia. So. It's confusing. You go down Fish
2: Creek, like where you're building a bridge, I think that's Magnolia. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. But yet my address is Montgomery, you're in Montgomery. and down the street is, you know, the Conroe, Conroe. ISD <laughs> school. And yet when I have something that can't be delivered to my PO box, my not my PO box, my mailbox that's right there in the subdivision, I have to go way the heck out to the Montgomery Post Office, yes. which is not close by. And that's not easy to get to. <laughs> no, and they're There's not always no good open. Way. <laughs> so it's there's not a good way no no it's all crazy so what you can do about that
3: we're building roads as fast (laughs) as we can i thought you said you wanted somewhere to go for a road trip
2: uh no not necessarily (laughs) a fun road trip (laughs) fun so any what else what else is going on out there in the offices well
4: one of the things and again i think modesty is making him not address it is uh, one of the things that i would ride around with uh, charlie We'd get over by the hospital district and his mood would change. And one time I said, why are you upset? He was obviously upset. And he said, you know, I fear that if we don't do something about the traffic over here, that something bad is going to happen. Well, I've now sat in two meetings with him where he came up.
2: Are you talking on loop 336? No, or I'm where? talking
4: about.
3: 242
4: um, and I-45. Yeah. And uh, with the traffic, and you know, uh, it's gone through court, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can say it. Um, you know, I try to work with the budget that Charlie gives me to work with, and in um, one day he gave, he realized this is an issue that affects the entire county, and yes, part of it's on pre, in <coughs> precinct two, but part of it's not. It was precinct four and Charlie got together with the uh, Commissioner of Precinct 4 in TxDOT and determined that it was worth it for the safety of the people in Montgomery Camp for us to give a substantial part of our budget to help build the flyover heading east off of 45 to alleviate a lot of the ground level yeah, traffic absolutely by the hospitals. I've been hearing about that well you know again i'm going to hear about this when we leave here but i don't care it it was brilliant and it was a second meeting i'd sat in where people were throwing their hands up not knowing what to do and all of a sudden he was well we all know what we need to do and he came up with a solution and that solution sure you know in a way it benefits us because we're part of the county but that's the global kind of he has a vision in his mind you know and it's great when you sit there and it you watch needed. it. It was needed. Oh, I used absolutely. to travel that
2: way when I lived out in Splendora all yeah. the time. He's
4: gotten all the money now committed mm-hmm. to what we need to build that, and they're going to start on that right away. He left it stubbed out when we built the flyover that came back into our precinct. It was stubbed out to the other side. We just didn't, you know, there wasn't money to do they it. They needed it. They needed it badly. Yeah.
2: Met's, so, Met's area. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when we work with Precinct 4, you know, hand in hand, and he got that done. So I'm really excited about that.
2: It's not about you. It's about we. It's about everybody, right? Everybody it, has to work together.
4: it's so It so was. It, you know, uh, you want to be proud about what you do for, uh, mm-hmm. your, absolutely. for your living every day. And, you know, for me to come home and be able to say, look what he's done. Look what he did now. And in a positive way, look what he did. He's gonna he's gonna alleviate this, and you know I don't want to be overly dramatic, but he's he's gonna save lives with what he did. And
2: yes, I've heard day, about all of that, and then yeah. there were some uh, scary things you know going on.
3: One of the things that bothered me uh, more than anything is when we had all the hospitals in a meeting at the Woodlands Chamber talking about the the problems with the traffic, and and, and the the lady from uh, Texas Children, I can't remember her name right now. She looked me in the eye and said. When your kid or grandkid gets sick, what do you do? Well, I, I said, I pick him up. I throw him in the, and before I could say car, I realized what she was telling me. These people that are taking these kids to Texas Children's and their cars. They don't have the ambulance with the sirens, the horns, the flashing lights, all that. They're trying to get through that traffic jam like everybody else with a sick kid that needs to be in the hospital and it's right in that area that scared, area. scared me to, to no end
2: and that is like the hubbub of all of that's our medical right. that is Mini houston is. medical center even
3: a even an ambulance trying to get through there is mm-hmm. it's terrible mm-hmm. it, it, not all the time but most of the time in the and even in the mornings it's terrible so the flyover it's good the flyover will alleviate probably 80 percent of that problem it really will and that's great so
2: it's good, and, and uh, it was tolls, but now it's not. It's not tolls.
3: We took the toll off. Yeah.
2: because it it was paid for.
3: It was paid for, uh, but the tolls from those two flyovers were to build a third one. But again, when we set a toll of twenty five cents and fifty cents, we were, it was going to take us forever to try to get enough money to build that third yeah. flyover. And when you start looking at what you could do, and what you had, and where you could pull money together, that's what we did. We that's set. Smart. It Pulled it together, and we, we sat down with Dot and Dot is excited. They know it needs to be done. They they didn't have it on their radar because we were supposed to do that. So when we told them we had the money put together, they're excited about doing the job. Uh, will we get it done by the end of this year? No. Will we be under construction by the end of this year? There's a good chance that we will be under construction. But you're moving forward. We are that, That's forward. the big
2: step is you're moving, forward, moving forward, trying to yes. get it done.
4: Yes. Oh, he will get it done. It won't be a try. He will get it
2: good. done. Good, good. What other projects do you work on with the other commissioners?
3: Uh, me and me and Metz have worked on uh, trying to get David Lane, which is another project with Shenandoah City of Conroe and him. It's not even in my precinct, but you know I sit on the HDAC board down there, so mm-hmm. I try to uh, communicate with who needs what and what's a good project. And what's uh, what, what's one that probably needs to be turned in to – to get funded through HGAC, and and we've turned in David Lane twice, and it's just not, it just was not on HGAC's radar uh, as a big high priority until I think uh, when the Methodist Hospital went to put on their edition of a, I don't forget how many rooms they're doing, they've got another three or four hundred rooms that they're adding on to their hospital, and and then when uh, the football stadium went in A few years ago you know all Mm -hmm. of that changed that whole Mm -hmm. dynamics back behind uh the the mall and and there's a
2: lot going on back there there now man that whole entertainment area
3: and it's all david lane and now they realize Mm. that that could run parallel with 1488 up to 242 as another way to release some of that traffic so 1488
2: and 242 are evil
3: they are evil uh, twenty nine seventy eight and fourteen eighty eight is, is, is really is again. Hate 1488. There's
2: just uh I'm in my little mini cooper like on my toes, trying to look. <laughs> and I go, Okay, there's an opening. Bam.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you better your take car's it quick, fast though. enough to do it.
2: So right. <laughs> and hopefully take, there's not an officer. <laughs> better
4: take it quick. <laughs> he already
3: took it. But a again, fourteen eighty eight. You know, there's people talking about <laughs> yeah. widening fourteen eighty eight to six lanes from twenty nine seventy eight back to forty five. I understand it needs to be done. There's no doubt. It's crazy. But what I need to look at Again, to help the whole county, I need 1488 through Magnolia's four lanes before we start addressing six lanes on the other end. Yeah, I got to get that. So you're all
2: the way to 45, right?
3: I'm from 45 all the way to Waller County Line on 1488. All of that's mine. Wow. So okay. I, I've got to get it through Magnolia, and then we can go add two lanes on the other end. I, I'm not trying to penalize anybody, but that's I need okay. to get Just it done. That's
2: okay. Just work on what you got going and get her get her done, and then we'll move on to the next. And thing. Then I
3: got to get the relief route around so. Magnolia. And then, uh, 2978 that's been a nightmare that's got to continue but they are making progress on getting yep, it done that's an
2: area yeah so. 2978 is bad too i try not to go that way towards going towards walmart in woodlands parkway yeah, yeah no not fun yes
3: yeah. no no it's not fun <laughs> I, know.
2: I know those areas so if somebody wants to find you <laughs> I'm easy. they call bruce i'm, <laughs> so, I'm pretty easy <laughs> so you have a website uh comprecinct2.org. You You go to mctx.org and scroll down that's the easiest way to find any Thing in the county mctx.org and then just go down to see commissioners and then find you but it's commprecinct2.org and i think it's pretty close to the same for your facebook page as well i think so uh but just google it and uh reach these guys and then have them nudge charlie <laughs>
4: <laughs> well you know that's an so. interesting story the only reason we did that was not to shelter charlie anonymous hacked charlie's uh email yeah, I remember that. You anonymous. had an email and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was
2: yeah. Bad. So... It was anyhow uh yeah i got your number i know how to find you <laughs> so that's all we have for today our time is over there will be a youtube of this link that will be posted on conroe culture news and of course i'll give it to you guys and you can play with it or whatever uh and i appreciate the information all about uh commissioner precinct two charlie riley and team because it takes a team right charlie it does. it does. so uh hopefully we will move forward and uh, social distancing is still in effect Everybody be healthy, be safe, and have a great day. I'm Margie Taylor.
0: Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conros FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.